Welcome to the Judaism From Within podcast. My name is Similana. The point and purpose of these discussions is to give an insight or a perspective from the teachings of Rabshamshin Rafal Hirsch, someone whose ideas and worldview I both love to teach and find personally inspiring. I hope you enjoy. There are often terms or concepts that are used within Jewish thought and in Jewish practice that are shared by other denominations of different faiths from around the world be it in the language that is used, but also in terms of the underlying themes that are being expressed. Now, there is often a lot of value to pinpoint where exactly there are similarities and where there are differences. One reason from my personal point of view that I find it very grounding and useful is that the Jewish tradition has presented itself to me as an individual. And it presents itself with certain ideas. Now, some of these ideas are shared by other denominations and other faiths, but when Judaism differs from them drastically, or when Judaism has a train of thought that differs from them, that settles better within my own experience, settles better within the way I approach the world, to know of this and to integrate it makes an idea similar to what we discussed last week when it came with a shofar, allows me to experience it in a fuller way, allows me to involve more of my being into it. We're going to do something similar this week, but the topic will be confession. Confession is an idea that is very prominent in the Yom Kippur service, as well as the time leading up to Yom Kippur, otherwise known as Vidoy. And what Rav Hirsch does is he draws us to the biblical narrative. Because often when we're trying to find a glimpse of what an idea means from a biblical standpoint, seeing how it was used in that framework, how it was used on the ground, all those years ago, give us an insight both to the philosophy behind it, but also of its theological import and how it's supposed to allow us to grow in our own moral and spiritual journey. The term vidui is a key example of this, because when we think of the idea of confession, my mind veers to Catholicism, or what's otherwise known as the sacrament of penance, when an individual will go to his priest and they will confess their sins, and the priest will absolve them of their sins. Now, I understand I'm not doing justice to the full scope of Christian theology, but at the same time, we can see on the face of things how this is dangerous. Well, first of all, giving any human being the ability to free you of your sins is both morally dangerous on his front, because that can lead to the worst and most heinous forms of corruption, but also from your own personal point of view. Where in the world is the responsibility in that? If it can just be brushed away, how, once again, however complex the idea may be, but if it can be done on the ground, and you can get rid of what you've done by doing something else, well then, where's the responsibility for the how you live your life? Rav Hirsch takes us a different perspective. Rav Hirsch turns this around. Rav Hirsch makes the claim that we are not confessing to man. We are not even confessing to God. Because often the answer is, no, 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 we confess to God, not to man. But then again, the answer isn't one. You haven't gained anything, because God knows what you've done already. So what are you actually doing? You are confessing to yourself. Rav Hirsch points out that almost always when the term vidui is used in the Bible, it is always in the reflexive, similar to prayer, palel or the hit palel, tefillah, is always in the reflexive. In this case, it's the hisvado. Without getting into the details of the grammar, the idea being is that the word confession is reflected on the self, which means you are confessing to yourself that is the root of Jewish confession. So, to, before we move on, the idea isn't important how we get there. 
in terms of how the language works, but the point is when a Jew uses the term vidui, it is primarily used from a biblical standpoint in the reflexive, which means you are confessing to yourself. And Rav Hirsch goes on to explain the power of this idea, because when you confess to yourself, first of all, that makes sense. When I have to draw out something from within me, I have my subconscious um, part of my existence, and I have to draw something out. I have to draw it to articulate it, to put it in forward of my conscious experience, something that I've done wrong, a part of me that I'm embarrassed about, a part of me that needs work, that I've pushed away, I've pushed to the side. The act of confession from a biblical standpoint is drawing that idea to the forefront, pushing that idea in front of me, articulating, I have done this wrong. And Rav Hirsch says that is the first and the most fullest step towards changing one's ways. Because if a person has the ability to say, this was wrong, they're halfway to saying, I won't do it again. I can change my ways. If I act in a way in my life, but I never articulate what I've done wrong, well then, there's no way of me ever being able to use my determination and my freedom to change what I've done. The act of confession isn't this idea that you're confessing to someone. It means you have the practice or the experience of articulating where you've gone off, allowing your conscious being, your conscious self, to look at that. Have that experience of articulating what you've done wrong to yourself. So granted, this is a fairly short one, but the idea I found very powerful. To recap, confession. Not to God and not to man, but to yourself. The first step towards approaching the being that you're trying to become, the first step to approaching the Almighty as a being that you are trying to be, the first step is confession. But vahisvada, to the self. I have to articulate where in my life, where in my relationships, I think I could have done better, where I can improve. And the articulation of that is what we call teshuva, return. Because once you can articulate, you can put in front of your conscious experience this idea under the category of what I would prefer not to do. I will be halfway on the journey to changing to become the type of person who doesn't do that. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful Yom Kippur.